Hey y'all, this is a preview to the latest premium subscriber-only episode to Champagne Sharks. So what you're hearing is a small clip of a longer episode that is available over on patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks. And it's available to premium subscribers who pay $5 a month. And if you want to hear the rest of the episode, go over to patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks and subscribe for only $5 a month. You get not only access to this episode in its entirety, but to the whole backlog of premium episodes, which at this point is over 100 episodes at this point. So it's a great deal. So without further ado, here is the preview, and I hope we. See you on the other side at patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks where you can hear the rest. That's why uh, Neely Fuller, who's uh, someone who's always talking about uh, pro black and anti racist stuff, well, I won't say he's pro black so much as he's um, anti anti racism, or as he puts it, counter racism, um, talks about how the leader is the code, as in, as in the I'm not the leader. The leader is the code. He says, like, uh, if you have a code and shared constructive goals, let that code of, of conduct, behavior, and goals be your leader, then they can't just kill a figurehead and have the thing fall apart, you know, because the code is text. The code is rituals. The code is community. You know, it's just I'm just a part of it. You know, I might have happened to write the code, but yeah. don't, don't make me into a cult of personality. But I think a problem is, first off, the electoral process, especially as constructed today, is really, really made toward generating uh, celebrity. It goes back to that Borstein, the image thing, or what Sam Brackman was saying about uh, how the idea of celebrities is that, you know, they're superhuman like just, just for living life. Like, everything is made to generate celebrity. So uh, with TV, like TV and the image and all that, and advertising and all these things and corporations, they're really made toward making people celebrities i think that's why celebrities now are having a better performance um the electoral process now because now this person arrives as a celebrity uh ronald reagan already knows how to work a camera you know right um when when they recruited ronald reagan uh because because he he was recruited a lot of people don't realize that, that politics works like this but a lot of times people who believe in things will go to someone and say hey would you like to uh run and you know they'll they'll groom politicians, and he was like that. Like uh, he was a president of uh, the Screen Actors Guild, and some some conservatives who knew he had kind of conservative tendencies say, "Hey, would you like to um, run for governor and, and become a politician?" And the one thing they said was, he was like, "Well, I'm not that politically savvy." And like, oh, listen, we can just teach you the politics, but how to be a celebrity—that's what's hard to, to teach. And you already have that. You already know how to work the camera. Uh, the easiest part of all is learning the politics, you know, because because he he was post media, post um post TV, post post movies, and they realized that's where it was going. And I think with uh, the way media is so hyper present now, and with social media on top of that, making media even more hyper hyper present and all over the place and ubiquitous, people like people don't want to admit that Obama was a celebrity turned president before Trump was. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I mean, you know, back in 2008, people were saying that uh, that's pretty much how the Obama narrative was built. Uh, Like the the uh, uh, the the momentum towards the presidential campaign was, you know, people took him aside. Uh, uh, People like uh, Tony Resco and Bill Ayers would have these conversations with him and say, hey, have you ever thought of running for higher office? 
Yeah, yeah, and and he was a celebrity from the moment. I mean, he already had a book deal out of out of law school, and his appearance at that Democratic primary made him like everybody was just in awe of how handsome he was and well spoken and how charismatic he was. But I mean, the speech was very low on actual content. His whole campaign was just hope and change. It was just a giant charisma fest, you know, and. Like, now you might as well just go jump straight to a celebrity. Like, why bother even getting someone who's a hero and then turning them into a celebrity? Just just slot a celebrity in there from the, from the beginning, and no one's going to care. So the machine is either looking for celebrities or taking people who do believe in things and trying to generate them into a celebrity because that's easier to sell. And I think it's harder than ever to let a code the leader of, of anything because people themselves want to worship celebrities now like people themselves it's nothing that's being foisted on them anymore they're they're demanding it they'll they'll get upset if you don't give them yeah that's actually that's actually the part that's it's it's depressing me to the point where i find it very hard to write is that it's not just people looking for celebrities they're looking for a particular narrative so like in uh the course of this pandemic like people are they're looking for hero narratives like they're looking for somebody to come and save everybody like you you um this is one of the the a variety of tweets that actually just would make my fucking eyeballs itch is uh, people would say, where are the grown-ups in the room? Or we need someone to, to come along and be the grown-up. Um, I saw this lady oh, 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 tweet. Oh, how about, how about this one? How, Queen how about Elizabeth. This one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Queen Elizabeth uh, was uh, like, the, the, yeah. These are the real heroes. And they show like the uh, the doctors and nurses walking between a gauntlet of Marvel superheroes. Have you seen that? Oh one? my God. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah. All this stuff about comparing them to like superheroes. Yeah, stuff. it's like every, it's every everyone's ret- reverting to a bunch of fucking kids. I don't get that. And it's like, if you're a grown person and you have i don't know some brain cells to rub to rub together and you aren't liking the current outcome i mean i i not to veer too far off track here but we know that there's just going there's what was it like 21 million americans right now that are on unemployment insurance like there's going to be a massive amount of people uh something to the effect of like close to 15 percent of the workforce is the estimate um that are going to be out of work by the time this is quote unquote over or whatever over looks like. It's like, so who are you wait? Who are you waiting for to, to come along and make this all right? That is, that is fucking wild to have that many Americans out of work at the same time while uh, businesses are shuttering up forever. Uh, while for like the retail industry is essentially disappearing from bricks and mortar existence. Like there's a massive transfer of wealth and a massive reshaping of the way that our economy actually functions. And you think that calling doctors and nurses superheroes is going to return us to some sense of normalcy? Like, what the fuck is everybody waiting on? I guess that they want that to become the new, the new normal, you know? But but he, he, here's, here's the thing interesting, too. To go back to the thing you said earlier about when Bernie was gone, a lot of people lost focus. I think there's some people who do what Nini Fodor said, which is, you know, make the code, in their case, socialism or democratic socialism or social democrat, democrat or whatever it is that Bernie believes in, they made that the focus. He's a, he's a, he's a, a self-professed democratic socialist that uh, professed social democrat policies. Mm, I, I always get confused between the difference between democratic socialism and social democrat, but you're not the first person to tell me that he's actually a social democrat. Well, he, he I, I say self-professed because he says he is one, but I mean, from what I can tell, you know, all of the policies that he's um, promoted throughout the course of his career are pretty much what a social democrat would promote. But he, he says he's a, he's a 
Democratic Socialist. Democratic Socialist. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, say like that's their code, uh, the code of social, social. Uh, but that's the thing. There isn't, there is no real code to social democracy. Like the actual, the actual code um, is in socialism and, and like the other uh, um, variations of it are, or, you know, the, uh, the, the incrementalist variations are, I guess for a social Democrat, there really is no path to socialism like if, if someone identifies himself as a social democrat it's i i you know believe in the fundamental tenets of capitalism but here are some uh tweaks that you can do yeah 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 yeah. a little yeah, more like, fair exactly like here here are some uh policies and um ideals that we can hold ourselves to that are going to make capitalism less predacious and that's having a strong social safety net etc but if you're a democratic socialist you believe that there are incremental steps you can take along the way towards socialism which is workers own the means of production um the enterprise is controlled by the workers and the stakeholders etc so i think what you said there is pretty interesting i think it kind of ties into what i was going to say very well as far as adding some extra color to it because what you brought up actually i think clarifies something i was thinking which is i was going to say that that there's a lot of trouble uh, making the code the leader but if what you're saying is true that uh there is no real code behind social democracy because it's not the same as socialism it's not even the same as democratic socialism then that answers my question right there like if there's if there's no code to make the leader it makes it that much easier to do what i think are the two obstacles to making a code the leader uh which is one is falling into like messianic figure uh worship or or celebrity worship you know i think i think that's the first I think it's the first tier mm-hmm. that, that gets in the way, right? Which I think a lot of people were getting sucked into where uh, they were making like a Bernie point and not the policies. But I think out of all the candidates, his followers did that the least. Like, I think centrists do that the most. Centrists are the ones that make it about the person, like like Warren I, people. And that's why it's so but, easy. And, and that's, I, I guess, like part of what uh, the allure of social what, what, media is in the first place is just, yeah. to sh- is just to be able to say to these people, go fuck yourselves. Like you... Yeah. You, you you acted like for the last five decades you've had all the answers and you actually have nothing. So I, I, I kind of understand the compulsion that a lot of people had to just absolutely shit on centrists and you're absolutely right like there is no ethos there is no underlying set of values or principles there's no 10 point program for the yeah. moderate for the centrist there's no there's no, even for like a progressive liberal there really isn't anything it's it's all about you know who is the smartest technocrat who is the quote-unquote grown-up in the room this time around yeah. people thought it was elizabeth warren but they, yeah, they yeah. all throw what, they, they what, throw what, themselves what behind is, a, a personality what is what is the centrist manifesto like like like, yeah. like, like, like <laughs> a, a book like you know picture the, the moderate manifesto you know yeah and, and it's like it some philosophers that they follow or some economists that they're really wonkish about but is there a like a a, a set of tenants no. foundation yeah foundational text or tenants you know it would just be like one it would just be like one bullet point you know real change is impossible you know that would just be probably <laughs> it. it would just be but but like i like that first trap bernie sanders people are the best at resisting of falling into messianic figure and i think it's a big miscalculation the centrist uh, made because they break everything down to messianic figures. So they thought, hey, if we get Bernie at the race, all we need is Bernie to tell his lemmings to uh, go for Biden, uh, and then and yeah. then they're just gonna do it. And now they're realizing 
you know, it doesn't work because a, a lot of Bernie people are like, you know, well, then screw Bernie, too. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right. Right. So yeah. so I think they're good at resisting that first trap uh, of uh, making it all about the person uh, over over everything. They're good at that. But I think the second trap gets in the way of making a code, the leader, the trap of defining yourself by your enemies and dunking on your enemies, you know, rather than well, I, the code. I mean... If and you, and that's read, why I think if you, read, if you read Lenin, that's pretty much all Lenin did was like like ninety percent of his text was just shitting on uh, even like socialists that have other tendencies. Like it, pretty much uh, the majority of Lenin's writings is just like trolling other uh, people with with left tendencies. So I don't know that that's ever really been a thing to like uh, that there's ever been a political movement that didn't involve some sort of dunking on others. It's always been there. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's always been there, but but I think if you have no code, because at least with real socialism, there is at the end of the day uh, the Communist Manifesto and right. and other foundational texts. So you at least know what you're being distracted from. But if you have something that not really with the code, then you know it's really. I think it's a lot easier to stay in that space. You know, you know, like. But I'm sorry, you were saying something. No, no, I was just saying that. Um, like the, uh, the 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 history of I, I hate using the word leftist, but I I mean just to make it like accessible and easy for the audience rather than having to like name every different tendency. But uh, like the the vast majority, all the way back to like Chartism, there's just this like endless bickering and infighting and uh, you know this like uh, uh, not even just the, like a dunking on, but this just endless debate over sometimes trivial, oftentimes meaningless bullshit some uh, like theoretical ideas that are just never going to fly in real life. Like, uh, like some of the, for example, like the original Fourierists, um, were, they actually pissed off Frederick Douglass. Like he actually got, he got, cause he's, he's, you know, going from country to country, giving abolition talk. And here are these Fourierists, like coming up with this, like this, like this pie in the sky idea of like how to socially arrange people all the way down to their, like their living quarters that, Hey, if we just lived like this, everything would work. Like, Things would begin to work themselves out and slavery would just disappear into the ether. And Frederick Douglass is like, what the fuck are you talking about? My people are in chains. Get the fuck away from me. Right. So, 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 so that was like the original class versus identity uh, <laughs> yeah, debate, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they might have, they might have said that, uh, that Frederick Douglass was too focused on Idpol. That's why his, <laughs> his abolitionist movement wasn't getting anywhere. But I mean, like, but the history, the history of left politics is like, is the history of like, you know, backstabbing and fighting and um, meaningless bullshit. But at the same time, there is at least an understanding that there there's much more to be said about a movement than there are to be said about personalities. Like, if your movement is strong enough, personalities aren't even needed. All right. So that was a preview. If you like what you hear and you want to hear the rest of the episode and 100 more episodes, then by all means, go over to patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks. Take care, y'all.